It's over. It's all over. The drought. The damn wall is busted. It's 62 long years. Now we've got our backs against the wall. We're going to fight. And we're going to fight hard. It's going to be a do or die effort. It's going to be a determined bit. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. The stadium holds its breath. It's a goal. And the western suburbs erupt. So Franco Pozzo in Brunswick and Putzgrave. If I see one bloke walk out of here, give the pat the back from people out there for a good effort, I'll spill up. I've been wanting to say this for as long as I can remember. The Bulldogs go through to a grand final. Can you believe it? I'm doing that intro, aren't I? Damn it. Hello and welcome <laughs> to episode nine of... Should we just keep going? Yeah, we'll roll with it. I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> welcome to episode nine of the Kendall Cough. I'm Neve. I'm... I'm definitely present. I'm joined by Caleb. How are you going, Caleb? Good, good. We've had a few technical difficulties this morning. We're in the studio one because the other one wasn't working, so yep. hence why the the rocky start. It's okay. We're getting there. But we'll let's warm um, up into it. Let's warm up into it. We'll wish Libra a happy birthday. We're recording on Wednesday. Turned twenty six today. Happy birthday, Libra. But we um we showed you some love last week because you wanted to punch duck in the face. So I hope your day is filled with. Um, many punches to Duck Duck Carey. Yeah. Hopefully he gets his birthday wish. Yeah. And um, he can punch. Just keep hitting him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's jump into some headlines from the week. It's been a quiet week because the doggies have seemingly seeped back into irrelevance, but um, everything seems to be about Jack McRae. So mm. uh, Jack McRae is unassuming, but undoubtedly one of the AFL's premier midfielders after Masterclass in win over Brisbane Lions from Sam Landsberger. Um, a word that seems to be used or flogged to death is unassuming when describing Jack McRae. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Like, I mean, does it just mean that he's modest or I don't know? I guess so. Like, I suppose, like, Dusty has, like, heaps of tattoos. Yeah, like, yeah. Dangerfield has, like, a really big media presence, stuff like that. I mm. guess he doesn't really... Not that he doesn't do much, but he just keeps to himself. He doesn't yeah. need... doesn't assume things. <laughs> yes. No, you can't... Ass- he's unassuming because you can't assume anything of him because you yeah, don't know yeah, anything okay. about him, now maybe. It. Cool. Um, the next one I had was uh, Back to the Future. Playing AFL games for premiership points at VU Wittenoval is now closer than ever, which oh, yeah. uh, I think that's pretty exciting. Would you support the idea of playing games at Wittenoval? Probably. I mean, Eddie had I just hate the turf so yep. much. If they have better turf, they're not going to rip up the Wittenoval... For Ed Sheeran to do three mediocre shows not on. Yet. Maybe Sorry that, to like... all Ed Sheeran fans, <laughs> but he's just not very good. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I mean, that makes sense. My only thing would be like, can enough fans get in there? Yeah. Are they going to make what the benches and the grandstand? Max Capacity's 10,000, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, the benches and the grandstand are quite uncomfortable. Mm. I get quite a sore bum sitting there and like there's not a lot of gap for your legs yeah but there's also not a lot of gap for your legs that Eddie had to be true and I think um was it like four or five million dollars was set aside for oh true it's getting redeveloped I was like "Hmm, if it's like it is now (laughs) um yeah that could I could be down with that or I noticed as well um if you're a Bulldogs member get an email um and you ask to do a survey and part of the survey is um like what you think of Eddie had as a home ground what'd you say 
Um, I said, oh, I can't remember. Probably something I just, just went into. Just the turf? Yeah, I just went into like a rage. Um, and I, c- I can't remember what I said. But um, <laughs> no, I think I said it's like, it's a good, it's it's accessible. It's easily accessible, which True. I like. Yeah, that's good. But I, I don't know. I just, it's just kind of like cold and mm. doesn't have much personality. I, um, I bought some food from there for the first time on Saturday night. Usually the hot dogs come in the thermos, but we weren't mm. prepared. Okay. And they have three different types of salt. You can yeah, they from. do. It's like they do. Li- uh, Thai lime chili or something like mm. that. And yeah, they got chicken intense. salt. So instead of, you know, redeveloping the turf, they've just put all of their research into how many different salts we can come up with. Yes. Yeah, I did hear about that actually. But I don't know. I don't really, I just don't like the turf at Eddie had. It's so horrible. And like sitting on level three, you can look down and see how bad it is. Yep. Um, and I don't like it. But I think providing that Widnoval would have enough, you know, like we get enough money to make it good Correct. enough. I think it would be a good home ground anyway. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I don't know why they just don't use Icon Park, like the old Princess Park. Yeah, it seems like more. that's always, it's just like, I mean, that needs redeveloped. That's getting redeveloped up. as well. So it'll be interesting to see when all the redevelops, mm. redevelopments finish. Whether like Carlton go back to playing there, we go back to playing at Whitnoble, stuff like that. Yeah, so I that like could it. Be cool. Bring back like the suburban footy uh, yeah. aesthetic. Uh, the next news article I had was another Jack McRae one. Uh, polled three votes in all of our wins. That was a quote from Caleb Daniel. Uh, the headline is the Bulldogs ball magnet emerging as a Brownlow contender. Ooh. Which yeah, is I think yeah, I think he definitely would have taken the three votes in all the wins. Yeah, I, I think if it was he... one of the losses he played really well too. It was the one against be... West Coast where he he was like everyone looked average and Jack McRae booted two goals. Um, yeah, killed it. And I wonder if he sneaks a vote there. Like we got smoked though, so I'm I'm optimistically saying he might get the one vote. Yeah, true, might do. Uh, Marcus Bontempelli contracts, uh, contract latest, the Western Bulldogs open pleasing discussions regarding extension, which, which is good because I know his contract expires in 2019. So good to lock oh him away. God. I yeah, remember I when he uh, first got that contract yeah. extension, I was like, wow, 2019, that's a long away. By then we will have won five premierships. Well, no, I, actually, definitely, I definitely, I definitely didn't, didn't think one. that. Yeah. Predictably, um, we would have won one, would have been ambitious anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. But it just felt... At the time, it keeps it keeps on keeping on. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Surely we just lock him away. Like, he would... Yeah, I can't really imagine him leaving. Of, no, either. exactly. Especially with, like, Com, Tom Boyd's contract. I was going to say Con Boyd's contract. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Tom Boyd's contract coming to... He's probably towards the end of his as well, and it was, so we'll have more we money. Twenty fourteen, so he'd be going till two thousand and twenty one. So there's still oh, okay. a couple of years, like three oh, yeah. years left. Um, but well, we'd like, they would, we would be doing everything in our power to be keeping Marcus Bond. Oh, I know. Right? Like, um, throw as much money as they can at him. Yeah, I say. Uh, this is one that you put in. You uh, yep. have a Foxtel subscription. I do yep. not. You watch on yep. the couch. My Parents have a Fox subscription. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got to watch On the Couch, um, which is can be tiring sometimes. Yep. You get home on a Monday, you've had a big day, and you've got to sit through a lot of it. Who sits on, who's on, on the couch? So you so got, Paul, you got like, Jared Paul's. Healy. Yeah. you got um, you got Jonathan Brown. Oh, I love it. you got Gary Lyon. Okay. And yeah, you got Paul Bruce. So yep. And then sometimes Tom Morris comes in with his like... He, like Edgy. breaking news yeah. and he's like everyone of the Bulldogs hates Luke Dullhouse yeah. and then Beveridge comes out and is like that's categorically wrong anyway yep. 
Um, but I watched 47 minutes of it, not including the ads, because I taped it, and then I fast-forwarded through the ads. Clever. Thank you. Um, and 47 minutes into the program, they finally brought out Jack McRae. I thought it might be like a stand-up from the weekend, like this mm. is what happened. But um, no, they didn't bring him up till 47 minutes in. Um, Jonathan Brown said he is certainly in all-Australian contention, that people need to take notice of him. But he also Controversial said, call there, John O'Brown. Like, yeah. You'd be locking him in at this stage, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Gary Lyon said as well that because McRae's playing so well in the midfield, it means that Bontempelli can go forward, mm-hmm. and he really likes him as a forward because he has great goal awareness. Okay. So he just can't... He also did mention that he has really bad accuracy, but he has an awareness of where they are. Yep. Probably could, you know, fine-tune that awareness a little bit. But yeah. um, if they can get him like 60-40 or 70-30... In the forward, he said 60, 40, 70, 30, but I didn't know if he meant yeah. 60, forward, 40, mid, or vice versa. What would you prefer? Um, I, I would prefer in the mid more. Yeah, I think if we're going 70, 30, they're just so obsessed with mid. his height. They're like, oh, he's so tall. <laughs> yeah, sorts of tall people. Because then they said the same, because they had Patrick Cripps on it as a guest. Yeah, and they exactly. were like, oh, nah, I wouldn't have him as forward as much. But I would argue yeah. that because of like Patrick Cripps is a lot like bulkier, he would be a better forward. Because, like, he's more of a present. Anyway, yep. anyway, you know, I'm not Gary Lyon, so. Um, and, yeah, he thinks that having Bontempelli forward makes us more dangerous. I agree, but, like, yep. I think you have to get it to your forward line in the first place. That's and it. I think him being in the midfield helps with that. Um, but, so that's my thing, because everyone's, like, I feel like every time we slightly come into relevance, it's like, do they put Bontempelli forward or mid? Yeah. So, um, who really... It's their go-to sort of... Lie, like headline and things like that. It's, yeah. I think he's damaging it at either end, and we saw it on the weekend. Um, I remember the Carlton game. I was blown away by his entry into the forward line. He was just like constantly hitting up targets in the forward line. Um, and then two weeks later, playing in the forward line, kicks four goals. Like, I think um, mm. the debate sh- should just look at wherever he is, chuck him in the back line, he'll probably rip it up anyway. Yeah, so. true. It's just defenders aren't taken seriously. <laughs> But um, but the other thing that Jonathan Brown did say as well is that we've been in false form. Also, we've got false form. I made sure I quoted him verbatim. False form. Um, that we've played some easy sides in the last few weeks. His old team included in that. Um, what do you reckon by him saying that we're in false form? Uh, well, you can only beat the teams that you play against. So we beat Carlton. Um, a lot of people were tipping us to lose to Brisbane. So for us to beat them, um, yeah. This is true. I reckon Gold Coast... Gold Coast would be... Going okay. Yeah. Like, obviously, they didn't have their two captains, but um, by no means did I think they were a terrible, like, football team. And at the end of the day, like, you look at Essendon and they're losing games. Um, I'm more than happy that we were just winning. Like, yeah. I don't, yes, we could be getting percentage, but um, so be it. This week we'll find out, I suppose, against Adelaide because... But do you say the same thing? Like, I suppose you could flip it if we play in four weeks. I mean, we are pretty much are, like, Adelaide, Collingwood... Melbourne before the bye yep. is that that's like if we lose to them mm-hmm. but they're all the top sides is that also then false form yeah because we're actually just a middling side but they make us look worse yeah whereas when we beat the bottom sides we're in false form because we're a middling side but they make us look better yeah so dun, dun, dun. until we beat like the team that is directly next to us on the ladder it's, yes it's always going to be false form yeah you bang <laughs> on uh, cop that <laughs> uh Kane Corns one of your favourite footy journalists. Mm. 
<laughs> slotted Suckling and McRae and the Bont uh, in Team of the Week, which is which is good. Uh, good to see you showing us some love. Yeah. And our final headline is uh, Jenna Brutton, who played in the uh, AFL Women's Premiership side, has left the club, sadly. Defected. Defected. Uh, joining Emma Carney and Daria Bannister at North Melbourne. Mm, so that's a shame because she's good. It is, yeah. I thought she was a gun. She had like the, the red, uh, reddish hair, yep. small small kind of midfielder forward. But um, we yeah, will that's rebuild. Like quite a bit out of our um, engine room with Brutton and Carney gone. Yes, so that's big time. A shame. I wonder what, like, whether we'll go hard in recruiting or whether we'll go. Like it's, a, I I like to think of it as like when GWS and Gold Coast came in. Um, yeah, do we get compensation picks? That's it. I don't. I have no idea, and I don't. I don't think the AFL knows either. No, I feel like they're just making it up as they go. Yeah, I really don't understand. There's been a lot of stuff that the AFL have done recently that I have been like, hmm. Well, like the players, the, the players don't like, even know. Like the players yeah. have come out and said, like, well, we don't know what's going on with our contracts. Yeah, and so they don't know which VFL W yeah, yeah. to play at, and um. Which is why I think Brutton and stuff probably went to Williamstown because it was like, oh, sick! It doesn't have an AFL yeah. alignment. Yeah. I'm I might not be playing for this other team, so I'm not going to stay here if I'm going to leave. Hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, luckily they've had Williamstown as an option, but if they didn't, then it's like, <laughs> yeah, stuff. What's going on? But yeah, I don't know. I think the AFL needs to take. It's funny because they've done a lot of stuff recently that it's been like. You just need to calm down mm. and like think about this, but then they just forget about AFLW in that kind of respect. So yep. it's like, oh, we can send out memos to the to the AFL men's, but we can't remember to just like fix stuff up. Because like if you're going to create AFLW to start at the start of the year and then go in, so like the women are essentially playing like pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like um, Deanna Berry and Ellie Blackburn are on holiday now after VFLW started because they just don't have any time yeah. to not play football. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. They've just made it very complicated and I'm not happy about it. Yep. Fair enough. Let's have a look at the um, our VFL side. They lost on the weekend against Carlton. Um, the end score was 15 to 61. Hayley Wilds was, again, named our best on ground. Uh, I think she kicked one of our two goals, which is good. And... Um, Bailey Hunt was also playing, who was AFL-listed player. And Mackay and Rennie were also in the votes. So it's, just, it's a shame that we're 0-2 at the start of the season. Um, hopefully we can find some form and maybe when all those players come back from holidays, then yeah, we'll start like ripping that. it up. And, I mean, I guess it's good for someone like Hayley Wilds, who's kind of on the outer yeah. of the AFLW team, like sometimes was playing, sometimes was not. And she seems to be really, so far, consistent. So yeah. yeah, I think um, Williamstown, who we have a few players playing for at the moment also went down, but I can't remember who they lost to. Okay. Um, yeah. So hopefully next week we can um, find a bit more form. Mm. Recruit <laughs> television program. Honeychurch crawling after it. Got the handball to McRae. Taken by the umpire. Should have lifted the arm though and called play on. Dunkley inside the 50. Oh, great pick up by Gowers who kicks the goal all in one motion. Oh. Outstanding work. Got it in his bootstraps. Good win for the Western Bulldogs on the weekend. As we were discussing earlier, we beat uh, Brisbane on Saturday night, which was, um, as we said, like, we weren't really the... F- we were the favourites, but a lot of people were tipped against us because we went in without Ruckman and, you know, Brisbane played well the week before against Collingwood. So a win's a win. We'll take it. Um, 
the AFL Coaches Association or Coaches Award votes, McRae had perfect 10, which is awesome. Bont got four votes, Suckling got four votes, and Caleb Daniel got three votes, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, I think it's good because Suckling and Daniel, I was a bit like, oh, they're not playing their best at the start of the season, but they seem to be finding a bit more um, of like their own sort of like footy style back, yeah. which is cool. I thought I loved Suckling's, um, like just unloaded from about 60 metres out. And yeah, you got right the video behind. on um, yeah. Twitter as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think Suckling's really stood up. I read a stat that he was the only player over the age of 25 to be playing. Yeah, and it's um, his like 150th game this mm. week. And unless certain people come back for the game against Adelaide, he'll be the only player on 150 games. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, Easton Wood, do you reckon, has he played 150? Or he'd be around the mark, I reckon. He's hundred. he's had so many injuries. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me look him up. Um, key stats from the game, though, while you're doing that. Jackson McRae had 47 disposals, which equaled Ryan Griffin, uh, Judas of the club. <laughs> <laughs> can we, we can call him that? I don't know. Apparently, I haven't been able to read it yet, but in the Wink from the Universe, yeah. you find out a bit more about like the reason why he left. And oh, stuff really? Like that. Well, I'm uh, two chapters in, and uni's just like consumed me, so I haven't even finished reading okay, it. Okay, yeah. Dad said apparently, like you feel a bit, <laughs> you feel you feel less animosity towards. Okay, him. well maybe I'll come back to it, and yep. um, after I've read it, I'll like issue a formal apology to Ryan Griffin okay. for calling him Judas. Sounds good. Uh, Lockie Hunter was our next highest disposal getter with 33. Suckers had 30, and Caleb Daniel had 27. Another player that I was pretty impressed with was Bailey Dale. Um, doesn't rack up the touches, although he had 24 disposals. It's like, um, there was that one piece of play when Brisbane had all of the charge and Louis Taylor tried to handball it over his head. He got the intercept, kicks it to the bond, and it was like, against the run of play, we win the game. So, um, yeah, I just think Dale, Dale has that X factor about him. Uh, doesn't need too many touches and will, um, you know, influence games really well. Yeah, for sure. I think he's, um, he knows what he's, most of the time has pretty good like sense of what to do and he's pretty accurate with his kicking most of the time. Yeah. Um, oh, Ethan Wood has played 131 games. 131? Debuted in 2009. Wow. Hmm. Uh, let's talk about a few discussion points that we've got written down here. We were talking, we briefly touched over it in the headlines, but um, it feels like the Western Bulldogs have gone a little bit quiet. It took 47 minutes for them to bring you up, or bring us up on, <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> um what are your thoughts on us becoming sort of irrelevant? It can be seen as a positive because it means that we're not getting thumped every week and that you know the media like to come after us when we're losing. But um, it would be nice if we got a little bit more attention in the media. I know I listen to um, the Age Real Footy podcast and they never give us any love until we're losing. So Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to be... To be like when you're a small club, I think you have to be yeah, either getting belted or belting people for people... To notice. Yeah. And I mean, we've kind of seen like a similar thing with North. Like, they only, they played like a pretty good game against Richmond. Yep. Have been winning a lot, but people still don't really take them seriously or want to talk about no. them that much, apart from like Ben Brown. And it's a similar thing with us. Like, no one will really yeah. talk, talk about us apart from Bondapelli. Like, we all know that yep. McRae has been so good for so long, but it's only now that he's racking up like 47 disposals well, in the, that like people actually notice. In the grand final, he had. Uh, 30 plus disposals. Yeah, in a but grand no final, one, nobody talked about yeah, him. No one, like it was, if he played his, the game he played in the grand final tomorrow or next, this weekend, 
yeah. everyone would be losing their mind. They'd yeah, be like, and I mean, he's, a, like, it's not like his grand final game was outstanding. True. Like, it wasn't like with Tom Boyd, like, he had obviously less disposals, but did massive things. Yeah. But, like, because he is unassuming, quotation marks, um, yeah, I guess he's, like, it's harder for people to take notice of him. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not his fault. But uh, maybe it's good for him. You know, he does it's that way. There's not as much pressure on him to perform. Correct. But I thought it was nice how like last week people had started to take a bit of notice of him, but then like played his best game, like a week just gone. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, um, the extra attention doesn't like um distract him or put extra pressure on him or anything like that. True. I don't think it will. Um, we had a question on Twitter which we love. Uh, from Brendan, he. <laughs> Random guy. Don't know. <laughs> Brennan's my brother. But um, Honesty if you want to send us through any questions, <laughs> integrity. If you want to send us through any questions, um, please hit us up. We're Kennel Cough Pod on Twitter. You can send us a message on Facebook. But this week, Brendan asked uh, who's been our most impressive rookie this year so far. Uh, he listed Norton, Richards, Lipinski, or Gowers. Um, I'm going to go with Gowers, I think. Uh, there was a stat floating around that he, along with maybe three other people in the AFL, are the only forwards to have kicked a goal every game this year. So, um, yeah, I think, I, and it's great to compare him to Stringer because Stringer isn't doing so well over at Sid, um, Essendon. Sydney, jeez, Sid, what you am know I talking about? We don't. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's and I think he's slotted into that um, the hole that Stringer left, and he's doing as well, if not better. Yeah, definitely. I think. Um, he works that little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And would you go? Helps. Would you go Gowers as well? Yeah, most impressive rookie. I think so. I think um, not to discredit the other. Like, yeah, three. everyone's been really impressive, but um, I think he's been the the one that looks the most comfortable. I guess. Yeah. And I suppose because he'd already been at Carlton, like he hadn't debuted, but like in the system, and he kind of knew what it was like. And True. then being at Footscray um, for the year, he's kind of had a good base. Um, to come into this year. Yep. So, yeah. Um, another discussion point I thought was uh, the prospect of Wood, Morris and Adams coming in this week. It's a hard one to pick who goes out. Uh, maybe Louis Young goes out as a defender for plays a similar role as Easton Wood. Yeah, um, probably. Aaron Norton's obviously out because he's hurt his ankle, so that maybe covers um, Morris and Adams, but probably leaves one more spot. Do you think Lucas Webb might be out of the team? Yeah, he only got nine disposals. There's such a disparity from the disposals that he gets in in the the VFL to um, the disposals that he gets in the AFL. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if... I mean, it would be sad. Seems like a lovely bloke, but I wouldn't be surprised if he got traded. I don't know what his contract's like. Mm, He signed a contract late last year. There was a lot of trade rumours. Yeah, I feel like he he was... committed to the club. Like, good on him for showing loyalty, but... um, yeah, I feel like he definitely has potential, but he's just, like, for some reason, something isn't, like, translating between the two leagues. He completely reminds me of a Nathan Hravat. Oh, yeah, Horvat, I can't even yeah. remember that. Yeah, or, like, even to a lesser extent, Sean Higgins, in that they're so great he's players. he's going to North, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Billy Hartung. <laughs> I think um, if he's at another club, he'd probably have that consistency and be ripping it up, but... Yeah, no, um, it is tough for him. Hopefully something goes right. Yes. I, in that respect. Yeah, 100%. Um, and that pretty much wraps up all of our discussion points. Let's jump over to Nuffy of the Week. 
We've only got one Nuffy of the Week for this week. <laughs> we just thought it was great. Um, Jordan posted in the Western Bulldogs forum, uh, every Western Bulldog player in 10 words or less, round eight. And he he kind of, some of them are all right. Like some of them, I thought that he, just like as prefacing it, some yeah. of it I was like, is this guy like trolling but really yeah. badly? I don't really, some of it was just, I mean, some of it, made sense, like saying that Lipinski was talented, mm. Webb, a shopping, shocking game, nine, nine disposals isn't good enough, yeah. Apparently Richards needs more VFL experience. Yeah, so that's where he's um, crossed the line, I think, by saying that Richards needs to go back into the VFL, by saying that Cordy, if he doesn't get omitted, I'll be surprised. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but I would argue that Cordy is one of our strongest defenders at the moment. Yeah, that was the bit that, that kind of stuck. If you look at most of it, you're like, oh, yeah, I suppose... Mm, yeah, okay. And then it's like, oh, what? Like, if we honestly, if we didn't have Cordy in the team, we would have had a back line yeah. of like Aaron Norton, who went down, Lewis Young, who's not that much older. I'm trying to think of somebody else, but I can't because they're all injured. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Jordan, you're a Nuffy. We don't even have to put it to a poll this week. Um, yeah. Maybe next week, just, you know. Don't be such a shock jock when you're trying to review Yeah, I think that's people. what it is. Or like saying a about troll. Bailey Dale, if you're a fo- Like, we won't read out the whole thing because it's freaking massive. But like, if you're a forward to Bailey Dale, work on your goal kicking. I would argue that Bailey Dale played more of as like a winger. Agreed. Now a winger that pushes forward. I don't know. I agree with you. Um, so, yep, you're a Nuffy, Jordan. Or like Boyd, he's a forward. We have three other Ruckman, none of which <laughs> None of which play, exactly. Let's have a look uh, at... The Zimmerman Report. It's been uh, making a lot of news this week with the prospect that Adams, Marcus Adams, Dale Morris and Eason Wood all could return and are available for selection this week, which is awesome, particularly playing Adelaide, who have a pretty damaging forward line and a tall forward line. So I think they'll be welcomed back, um, pending that everything goes okay at training. Yeah, fingers crossed. And the only... Injury from this week was Aaron Norton, as we said earlier, rolled his ankle. Um, it looks pretty bad. It did, yeah. Like watching him come off was a bit scary. And they didn't like stop the time for him to go off because he was in the forward pocket and they had to hobble him off. They just like resumed play while he was. Oh, like, really? Yeah, in the forward pocket. Okay, because I was still at my family dinner. Oof. If you want to see footage of uh, my dad watching the game <laughs> at the family dinner, though, you can either go to our Twitter, which is Kennel Cough Pod, or. The official Western Bulldogs yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. who quote tweeted us. So we've had official club endorsement for my dad watching the game off his phone at my cousin's birthday. Um, official great. endorsement for this podcast from the Western Bulldogs. Thank you. Yeah, and I don't see them endorsing the um, Freedom in a Cage that much. That's sarcasm. No, <laughs> all right. I was like, what? <laughs> that was a very poorly executed sarcasm. Uh, let's move on to what's been happening in the VFL. We lost to Port Melbourne. It was on TV. Um, we showed promise in the first quarter and arguably the first half, but then just drifted away in the end. And I think we lost by um, 30, 40 points, which was a bit disappointing. But uh, Shaki, three goals, which is good. Uh, Lin Jong played well. Yeah, Jordan Lin Jong played pretty well. It's funny as well. The game was on telly and I was watching a bit of it. And um, he just gets... Thrown around like he does, a doesn't goal. he? Yeah. Everyone just beats him up. But Port Melbourne were just way too strong. Yeah. Like they didn't. They're the reigning premiers, I suppose. Yeah, which and they seem they have a team. lot of confidence. Like they were just like, yup, and like switched it inboard mm. and like took a massive 
like mark on one of our guys and then just ran forward and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, this is fun. I like this. Uh, I'm just going to change the channel. <laughs> like, it was just one of those things that you're like, okay, mm. this is a bit too much for me. Yeah. I've just finished work. I was looking forward to coming home and relaxing yeah. uh, on did a sad day. And did anyone else catch your eye in like... Shaki three goals were they big goals or were they? Um, I didn't get to, I didn't get to see all of it because we were doing like I came back from work and then yep. we had to go to dinner, um, and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. No one kind of stood out. It wasn't like oh yeah, sick, yeah. that person's going to come back for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Tim English had thirty hitouts, which is a real positive because that's yeah. been his biggest criticism in the AFL that he doesn't get enough hitouts. Yeah, um, so it was pretty good. I thought he might get rested completely, but. Mm. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I suppose, like, it is easier to play yeah. in the VFL. My um, granddad watched the game, and he said the one player that took caught his eye was Fletcher Roberts, who um, statistically he had 14 disposals and six marks. But, um, yeah, my yeah, granddad said a, he, he was looking a awesome. He took a big mark, like a big contested mark on their big forward. Yeah. But then there was another time where, like, the opposite happened. Oh, and, well. Yeah. So I was a bit like, yeah, Fletcher. And then I was like, oh, Fletcher. Oh, Fletcher. Um, and then Jordan Ruffhead, Trengove, they both played pretty good. 22 hitouts, 17 disposals, one goal and six marks for Ruffy. And then Trengove, 18 disposals, seven tackles, three marks, one goal. So um, no one banged the door down in the Magoos, but uh, certainly Trengove and Ruffhead, Lin Jong, as we said, putting their hands up for selection. Yeah. On social media, we have a photo from Caleb Daniel on his story of uh, Kieran Collins. And he's edited it so that his face is like superimposed on Mr. Thomas's face. Mr. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, Tum- from Narnia. Yes. Um, the Goat Man. Goat Man is. Do they have a name? Centaur. Centaur. No wait, right. aren't centaurs the ones with the full horse body? Yeah, I can't even remember. But wait, I'm Mr. Google Thomas, this. iconic character. Yeah, centaur is the one with the. <laughs> Give me a second. I would have known this ten years ago for sure. Nice. What kind of animal is Mr. Thomas? He's a fawn. Uh, a, creature, a creature that is human from the waist up and a goat from the waist down. We want to make one thing perfectly clear. As a fawn, Mr. Tumnus is a peaceful woodland dweller. <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is podcast appropriate. Okay. Not a crazed sex maniac like Satya, <laughs> the other mythological human slash goat cross. Do we have to put the explicit tag on our podcast? I don't now? think so. I didn't realise there was such a creature. That's what... I'm not sure which... um. Website Google has got this information from, oh, amazing. but I like it. So we want to make one thing perfectly <laughs> clear. So, that's so good. And then the other post we had, it was a pretty nice, heartfelt one um, from Josh Dunkley. Well, wasn't from Josh Dun- Dunkley, but um, it was from a man called Nathan, and he said Josh Dunkley was awesome enough to stop and have a photo with my little girl. My wife messaged him on Instagram to say thanks, and we appreciate it. We didn't expect anything back. To our surprise, he responded, what a top bloke. Super stoked to have him at the Doggies. Great model, role model and ambassador for the club. He does model, though, as well. Does he really? Yeah, for like Adidas. He does something for oh, Adidas or Nike or one of those. He does a lot of uh, work for the Western Bulldogs Foundation as well. I know. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, just seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, how Genuinely, nice. Yeah, top bloke. Warms the cockles of your heart. <laughs> this week, we are playing Adelaide on Friday night at the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can't wait because we. I don't think we have a very good record at the Adelaide Oval. I don't think we've won for a while, but we won that one against Port in. I, I want to say 2016. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
only by like a little bit. Remember, it was like one of Stringer's good games, and they put him on the wing. Yes, no, no, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yep. Um, Adelaide are currently sitting fourth on the ladder, and they just lost to Port Adelaide. Steve Motlop kicking the goal, (laughs) so they'll be shattered. Motlop as well. (laughs) He's like doesn't really do much, and then it's like, ha ha. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. It's a good. uh, It's a good gauge for us because, as we said, as John O'Brown said, we've had fake form. So if we beat them this week, that'll, you know, show us where the dogs really stand, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. And no McGovern or Brad Crouch for Adelaide, so... Yeah, at least. So Hopefully we can exploit that. Yeah, Jacob's had his baby, his wife yeah, had a baby on Monday. So I did read he might not play because of the baby, and I was like, I think that's he... good. That's like the perfect story, <laughs> because I really like Sam Jacobs. I think he seems like a really nice person. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want him to play. I'm like, perfect. He can have a baby... Like objectively good, yeah, and not play. Also not like objectively good. For us. Them, yeah. Exactly. I don't want him to get injured. And I was like, hell yeah, he's gonna have a baby. And then it, <laughs> baby got born. Little Imogen Rose got born on Monday. Oh, I like, like the name rude. Imogen. Uh, Sloan Walker and Jacobs, or maybe because Jacobs, while he also had a kid, um, I think he had something wrong with his back as well. So oh, okay. still like touch and go. He's a dad now, so he's got all these like random <laughs> aches and pains <laughs> that he doesn't know about. Yeah. And that pretty much wraps up the show. It's a shorter show this week because of our technical difficulties and me needing to run off to class as well. Um, but as always, we've been loving all the reviews we've been getting. Thanks so much for giving us five stars. Um, Rod Hell Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. And Beck. And Beck Drake. So legends. And keep, as we said earlier, send us through some stuff on Twitter if you want to interact, if you've got any questions, burning questions. Uh, we'll do our best as... Um, Experts with the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> I was about to say amateurs, and then you said experts, but okay. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, it's been a great show, and um, see you next week.